Welcome to MCU in Review News Brief. Hey, we bring all of the MCU old and new. This is new. The Brief. I like that. I'm just going to keep it right there. Uh, luckily, I have Emmy muted because I could tell she was making fun of me, but she's not muted anymore. <laughs> I was trying to do an echo. I did. I tried to do it twice, oh, and oh. once it was because I had muted myself, uh, not realizing that you had also muted me. I had me. also muted you. Uh, hey, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MCU in Review. That is one word, ladies and gentlemen, MCU in Review. Follow us on our Facebook group over there at MCU in Review, just like the podcast title. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are available. You got the two of us. I'm sorry. It's just Emmy and I today for this news brief. We got super pumped when we saw this WandaVision trailer, so we had to give some thoughts on that. So, golly. It's nice to see a trailer. It's nice to see something new. Like, we've... Yes. You know, we've we've been reviewing the MCU old and old and old. And, and, and it's been... <laughs> and older. And honestly, I've, I've had a blast revisiting these movies, and we just got done watching Spider-Man Homecoming, so look for that episode a little bit later this week. Um, however, you know, just to see something new, we, we had to get our thoughts on a podcast because we're, we're podcasters, so that's what we do. We, just, <laughs> we have to immediately talk about it. But uh, it was just really, really cool to see something really, really different. Um, I'm just going to start with your thoughts, Emmy, this, this trailer for WandaVision. How many times did you watch it? I'm curious because it, it, there's no wrong answer. It's, I'm just curious because it kind of tripped me out. I had to watch it more than once to kind of, and I still don't know what's going on and I kind of love that. Yeah. So, you know, how many times did you see it? What was your thoughts? And uh, yeah, what are you thinking? I, that first night I probably watched it it was probably four or five times at least all the way through because this says a lot about me. My Instagram feed is full of like, as soon as there's any kind of Avengers news or any kind of like Marvel, anything, it is all that. And so I've heard the beginning of that song probably 27,000 times because just scrolling through my feed, it starts like 14 times and just, you know, um, but yeah, I did. I watched it quite a few times. I'm so excited for it. And I, I was afraid that like doing this podcast, like I was like looking too much into it because I wasn't so geeked out about the Black Widow trailer. Mm -hmm. And now that they've come out with a trailer that I'm like, I need to see this now. It needs to be out today. Like I'm, I'm so, I'm so excited for it. So uh, just initial thoughts for me is it's different. And I love that. Um, it, it is very, I mean, you almost feel like you're dropped into a 50 sitcom, a majority of this trailer. And mm -hmm. what I loved about it, it, I always like the new stuff or the weird stuff from Marvel. I, I've always mm -hmm. been, it's, since Guardians of the Galaxy, I've kind of gravitated towards the, the weird and zany side of the MCU. And this seems right up that alley. Uh, I, I was, I had to watch it a couple times just to kind of make heads or tails of everything. But uh, um, you know, if you're looking for a breakdown and what, you know, scene by scene, you're not going to get it here. Cause I like to go into MCU new property, not knowing anything. 
I don't want to know. Agreed. You know, that's, it's funny. I, I've just never been a fan of, I, I did it before and I, I paid for it. I, I researched a lot of Marvel movies before they came out and I found myself knowing too much when I sat in the theater. And uh, I, I like just being, hey, just a clueless bystander and then being surprised. And then once I've seen the show, now I'm going to dig into what I can find out. What can I? Mm-hmm. So, um, so sorry, just want to preface this trailer talk where we're probably not, well, and then the scene opens up and then we're <laughs> in this. I mean, no, um, but I, 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 I loved it as well. I, I really thought it was a great trailer. Um, I, I was excited to see something new. Um, we didn't get a Falcon winter soldier official trailer, did we? So, I mean, I, gosh, we could be, I don't remember. And like there was a Disney plus bit with scenes, yeah, from it, with all. but I was shocked to see this trailer drop and not the Falcon and winter soldier have anything. However, this is my most anticipated Disney plus show. It's, you know, uh, Eternals is my favorite MCU property. I'm looking forward to not favorite. MCU, like I know what it's going to be. I'm looking forward to the Eternals. Cause I know nothing about it. I'm looking forward to WandaVision cause I know nothing about it. So, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm really, really excited for this and seeing Paul Bettany and, uh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen back as a Scarlet witch and vision. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's exciting times. It really is. I like the the fifties aspect of it because it looks like such a quaint, like quiet little, like they're going to show a little bit of them having like a happy homemaker, like nice little life before maybe, you know, possibly stuff hits the fan, which I always like, like I will ship characters and be like, I like, they finally get together. And then as soon as they're together, like they don't have a chance to have any kind of happiness. Like it, it just, all of a sudden the shit hits the fan. Two th- and so I'm do what? Oh, sorry. My thought though. And Emmy, if I'm wrong, great. If I'm right, great. Is vision there? Is this all something Scarlet Witch is conjuring in her mind? A part of me thinks this isn't really Viz. This is this is a, a made up world. She she watched TV as a child. She watched this beautiful, yeah. happy homemaker life. This could be watching the trailer. That's my thoughts. Is this isn't real? This isn't the real life. And when she's faced re- with real questions in her own psyche, as uh, like why, 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 I I don't. I don't know if vision is really here. I, and especially that part where, you know, uh, are you dead? No, of course not. Why do you say that? Cause you are, you know, like uh, it makes me think, but then I get tripped out. Like, well, why is that scene in it? You know, why is, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Very interesting. I, I, even if he's not there just to see those moments, I think would be rewarding for me as a viewer. Like I, I just, I, I need to see that. I a hundred percent agree with you. And uh, I, I just, but my whole thought is when is this in the MCU timeline? Obviously if it's after infinity war spoilers, uh, Viz vision is I'm acting like he's my boyfriend. Viz. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up, Paul Bettany? Um, no, uh, I, I just, I really, I don't know if he's there, but Hey, it could have happened between that time where, you know, you could see they were obviously having a relationship while, you know, Cap and Iron Man were kind of having differences and some were leading, you know, a more um, rebellious hero- heroic group as opposed to the the government backed <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> hero faction. So and they can, kept that relationship alive. So this could have happened during that time, too. I don't know. And I love that. It's just my brain thinking of it in chronological order, which I know that's not how the MCU always works, obviously, uh, yeah. with Captain America, Captain Marvel and Sp- 
more specifically. But I, I think if I'm going chronological order, which is all I can do at this point, I, I think this is more of Scarlet Witch's mind. She's conjuring up thoughts. She's, um, I mean, she obviously watched that 70s show because Kitty's in it, which is awesome. Uh-huh. So that is awesome. No, I don't. And the the woman, I forget her name, the actress who was also in um, Reefer Madness. She's been in so much stuff. Is that the the um, the one that... The younger Kitty, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it was like, yeah, it, well, I'm glad you said that. The, the one that was in the car that Vision revived or something like that. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Hold yes. on, I'm gonna, I'm, I have to know her name now. Gotcha. Well, no, um, but I'm, I'm excited to see this. Uh, it seems like it goes really intense and what, and I'm just going to also share some thoughts is, uh, did you ever watch the Mandalorian on Disney plus? I did not. Oh, okay. Well, um, everyone, if you could just tweet Emmy or you can go on our Instagram and say, Emmy, how could you? Uh, Yeah, that's fine. I don't tweet ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you could tweet her, she probably won't care. Um, but it's, the thing with, um, did you ever see an episode of Mandalorian? I'm not trying to put you on the spot. Just no, not nah, just no. Okay. You need no, to I, I know baby Yoda. That's it. Okay. Well, what I loved about the Mandalorian it, it, more so than the story, more so than the lore of star Wars, which is all good. I, as an MCU geek, I was so happy to see, Oh my gosh, this looks like a star Wars movie in an episodic television event, you know, it Mm -hmm. fit right in. And I immediately calmed down thinking about how's the Marvel studio. I didn't want Marvel studios to feel like a Marvel television production. I wanted it to feel like, you know, the MCU has this wonderful connection and I wanted to see, you know, I didn't want to see WandaVision look like it took a step down. Falcon and winter soldier took a step down in quality. Like agents of shield. Exactly. I mean, no, no, like, you can nothing against that show because I did watch it, mm-hmm. but it did feel like a, a, lo, a lower tier it, and, I, yeah. and that doesn't, that's not knocking it. It's it, you can still have a great TV show, but a great million dollar blockbuster or billion dollar blockbuster, I guess in a, a Marvel's case is very different than a TV show that's on ABC every night at eight o'clock, you know, mm-hmm. so, or not every night, but every week it, it's just, I don't know. And when I see this trailer, I also see the quality. I feel like I'm watching Marvel studios movie. That's going to be, mm-hmm. and hearing from, you know, stars and writers of these movies and the, or these television shows, they said it's basically a Marvel movie, but in six hour format or an eight hour format, which is exciting. Like I I'm really, really pumped and about the quality that this is Marvel studios. This is not someone else making it. You know, this is Kevin Feige and company. And I know they're going to want to come out swinging with their first television show, whether mm-hmm. or their first television shows. So I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Are we sure, first of all, that this one is coming first? Because I thought Falcon and Winter Soldier. I was. thought so too. I thought so okay. too. And I, I forgive us. This was just kind of a spur of the moment uh, news brief, but I thought Falcon and Winter Soldier was first. But I, I don't know if we've ever gotten any firm release dates on anything. I know you know coming soon, but that's about it. They're one of the ones that a couple of weeks ago went back to filming. So maybe WandaVision was one that they had completely filmed, and so they're having to change their release order. But it does say what I just looked up to find out that that woman's name is Catherine Hahn. Um, mm. I just, she's a wonderful, wonderful actress. Um, but it does say that she's come it, the show is coming out in 2020. Wow. So there's only four more months left. Well, here it is. I, I looked up and this is Collider that says WandaVision is going to be premiering December, 2020, the Falcon and the winter soldier early 2021. So, okay. so there we go. Loki, 
early 2021, and What If, mid-2021, and Hawkeye, 2022, Miss Marvel, which I can't Ugh. wait for. Cannot wait for What? Miss Marvel? Oh, Hawkeye. I was Hawkeye. Oh, okay. I was, I was big Hawkeye. I was about to say, Miss Marvel, uh, Kamala Khan. Oh, yeah. Kamala Khan, I'm ready for. Uh, Moon Knight is going to be to be announced, and She-Hulk is to be announced. Um, anyway, it's they just casted She-Hulk, did they not? Yeah, I was going to say. Who did they cast? I forget. Man. She oh, Hulk. it's uh, Jessica Gao? Gao? It's G-A-O. <laughs> I would say Gaio. Yeah, Gaio. Jessica Gaio, who won an Emmy for writing the Purple Rick episode of Rick and Morty, has been selected to serve <laughs> as showrunner. So that is pretty awesome. So Wait, did you say Purple Rick or did you mean Pickle Rick? Sorry, did I say Pickle Rick? Oh, I said Purple Rick. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, but it should be Pickle Rick, right? I don't even watch the show. And I, I, know and I do Rick. watch the show. I'm so dis- sorry. I'm reading. No, and that's that's someone who wrote it. It's Tat. Tatiana Masolani was cast as the title character. I'm probably butchering that name. Tatiana, I don't, and where's she even from? I don't know. We do our research here at MCU and review for things we don't know. For about. sure. Yeah. <laughs> We're just Googling. That's what our podcast should be called. I uh, just spelled Tatiana wrong. Uh, she's a Canadian actress, and she played multiple characters in the science fiction thriller television series Orphan Black. And it won her a primetime Emmy award. So, oh, what award? Uh, primetime Emmy award. I know what you're doing. I, I didn't know how to make it funny. Though. I was like, yeah, Emmy award. <laughs> I uh, say like when because people are like, oh, Abby or Amy or Emily, and so I usually say Emmy like the award just to give people that that recognition. And a woman I work with was introducing me to someone, and she goes, Emmy like the Oscars. And I was like, what? That, that is not correct. <laughs> that is all. No sense. No, it does not. Um, but Hey, she tried and that's all that matters. She did try. Yeah. She did try. Uh, maybe she meant like the award show. Like it's another award maybe. show. Like I, I, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Cause I could see me saying something stupid like that. So, but, uh, <laughs> but no, um, I'm really, really excited for this uh, Disney plus adventure. So we are starting out with WandaVision. That's cool. And the Falcon and Winter Soldier coming up right after that. So, and I really think, honestly, it was flipped. At least that was my perception was it was flipped. And I think exactly what you said. They had WandaVision all wrapped up or 95% of it. And Falcon and Winter Soldier still had some some recording or some uh, some filming to do before yeah. the, the pandemic hit, which kind of derailed them getting through as quickly. So, very interesting stuff. So, um Got to say here, um, you saw Mulan, which is also in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, it is. Yeah. So how was Mulan? How does it tie into the greater MCU? I'm just curious to hear your thoughts. So, so we got a few minutes. <laughs> I Mulan was not great. Ooh. It seemed like the acrobatics were just off. Like you can do all this wonderful stuff with the Avengers, but like you get one person who's not in a super suit and you can't make it look real. Yeah. It's very, very odd. Um, I just, I, it, it deviated so far from Mulan's origin story from the nineties. There was, there was no Mushu. Was there not there? No. Okay. (laughs) And it was very hard to try and distinguish which of the characters were supposed to be, which of the characters from the cartoon. 
And I think that my biggest beef was that instead of singing some of the lines, they said them oh. and that just hurt me. I, well, what, some of my favorites, cause I've seen almost all these live action remakes. I have not seen Cinderella, but to be honest with you, I never saw Cinderella, the cartoon either, but I've seen okay. beauty and the beast. I've seen Aladdin. I've seen Lion King, um, jungle book. I, 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 I honestly gotta say, when they stick close to the source material, like in a good way, like, Hey, mm-hmm. you know, like we've got really amazing songs for this beauty and the beast thing. When they stayed closer to the original film, yeah. it was rewarding. Um, Aladdin kind of deviated, deviated a little bit in the third act, but I still thought they stayed really close to the, uh, the whole thing, especially with genie, even though it was not Robin Williams, I thought Will Smith still brought his own. And to hear that, Mulan is, you know, that, that I was almost kind of stoked that they weren't going to have singing, but that's kind of the charm of the original movie. That's kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and like even, even Aladdin, like I had some issues with the fact that they didn't really have Iago in the same measure that they did in the original, but because Genie was such a big part, I was okay with it. Right. And this was like, they took away the cricket. They took away, well, they had a character named cricket, but like, you didn't really know his name was cricket. It was, it was just, it was just, odd yeah it didn't it didn't do the original justice i felt like had it been like a completely separate like not disney version of a historical legend mm-hmm. that is mulan like maybe it would have been better but because i don't know i don't think you're the I, I don't think you're the only one that thinks that emmy uh i'm going to take a page out of your book uh 75 percent tomato score by critics 75 is not bad seriously three out of four ain't bad audience an audience score (laughs) you want to you want to give it away it's bad i don't i don't remember it but i did look it up after i watched it because i wanted to make sure i wasn't just well you're not 50 percent of the people agree with you well more particularly 49 percent 51 percent audience score on mulan 51 and that's low i mean that's a spilled bucket of popcorn i mean it is it is not good it is not good so, yeah. And so the greater MCU universe that we're probably going to just pretend this doesn't exist in the MCU, I'm assuming. This is like the the Hulk, I think, oh. of the, of the no, phase no, no. four. Thunderbolt Ross, he's in there. So they've they've tied him <laughs> in. And I, if anyone doesn't understand, we're being completely sarcastic because <laughs> it was an older episode. We we talked about Mulan <laughs> and in its involvement in the MCU, just being stupid and funny here. So I don't want someone to walk away and be like, geez, man, these guys are more. They had to Google everything and they think Mulan. Mulan's a part of the MCU. Um, the The first one's true. The latter is not. So, I will say though that I did I did stay for the whole all the credits or not stay for. I watched all of the credits just to see, and they did have a pretty cute post credits. Um, not seen, but they sang um, "Reflection" in Chinese, oh, which I thought was just like that was a cute touch. That's really cool. The rest of the movie, eh, yeah, but. Yeah. So th- when you enjoy the credits more than the movie, you might have a problem. <laughs> you mm-hmm. might yeah. be a bad movie. <laughs> I mean, it's it's <laughs> not good. So. Exactly. All right. Well, hey, we're about to wrap it up here on uh, MCU and Review News Brief. Keep an eye out for Spider-Man Homecoming in our review. Emmy, you got something else to add before we head on out? I just, just as a final thought, I feel like 2017, because we've done uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, we did, we're doing homecoming Yes. and Thor Ragnarok. Those were all three in the same year. And I feel like going through 2017 now has just been so, it's been so stagnant. Like there's nothing coming out. And so seeing a new trailer 
I was really excited to hear 2020, 2021, 2021, 2020. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for a new, a new chapter. Life is happening. It's continuing on. We've been trapped. Speaking of, you know, we talk about the MCU and the time loops and everything. We've been stuck in a time loop. I mean, it is, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's been a blast reviewing these old movies and that's kind of what we set out. Just if you want a little, uh, behind the scenes MCU in review, uh, when we got this podcast together, we knew black widow was not going to be coming out until November. It tentatively at that time, uh, we knew the Disney plus series. were going to kind of be in that quarter four, quarter one, 2020, 2021 range. So we said, well, we want to create an MCU podcast and there's nothing really to do. So let's review the old stuff. And then when it comes time, we will have this whole slate of movies and television shows to watch. And it's nice because I think we've got a few topics we want to cover outside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe retrospective and some, some comics to movie comparisons, our favorite movies, our favorite moments, but also, gosh, we just want to talk about something new. We just want to, like, we want to review new content. Hey, what'd you guys think of this? Um, so uh, I'm excited about the future of the MCU. It has been a very quiet year. No one can blame anybody for the year, the, the way it's unfolded. However, I'm excited to continue this journey through this wonderful cinematic universe and just to see a little glimpse of it today was really really awesome yeah i i do have a question yeah kind of tying tying it all full circle full circle it is full circle so based on how not well mulan did Mm -hmm. where do you stand currently if we were to be in the prediction game knowing that december is when wandavision is going to come out on disney plus do we think that it's going to get a video on demand for black widow I'm going to say 80-20 no. I think they're going to wait. I think they 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 probably saw that audience score, and I'm sure that affected, because I told you I was planning on watching it, but hearing my close friend talk about, hey, it's not that good, and I've, you're not the only person that's told me. And guess what? I'm not not buying it for $30 if I'm hearing that kind of review. Yeah. So I think that's going to hurt sales. I think they're going to say, you know what? Keep it in our back pocket, and as soon as things become back to normal, here we go. Here's Black Widow. So if I had to, if I had to make a guess, I'd almost even go higher now. 85, 90, 90, 10 probably is where I'm going to stick with Black Widow is not going to be released on Disney Plus unless something catastrophic happens. And please, I know 2020. Oh my god. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but unless like the I I mean Hopefully 2021, some things start coming back and resuming back. As long as there's that window and there's that hope that 2021 is going to, life is going to resume as it always has, um, they're going to keep that and they're going to release it and they're going to make some of that money back where they can, mm-hmm. where they probably lost through Mulan. So. I, I agree. And I think that my numbers went up just knowing that it's December 2020. I feel like having a November movie and then a December TV show that's really close. And I think that they're gearing up for that announcement. Right. But I'm not in the prediction game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, welcome to MCU in review where half of us is in the prediction game. So, <laughs> all right. Well, Emmy, any final thoughts before we head on out of here? Uh, hold on to your butts. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs>